Hello, my friend. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of Dear Matchmaker. I am so excited to um, have you here with me today because I know you can be anywhere else and you've decided to spend some time with me. Uh, I appreciate you so much and we've had so many new subscribers lately. Thank you so much for your subscriptions. Um, it just It just means the world to me to get your ratings and your reviews. And in fact, I had a recent review and I want to read it to you because I promise that uh, if you leave me a review that I will read it here on air. So let me, I'm pulling it up right now. I want to make sure and give them a shout out. So here it is. Okay. So this is from John. And John says, I really appreciate this podcast. I checked out about five different podcasters. This is the one where I where I have to listen to some gold nuggets more than once. With the others, I skip ahead or even skip whole episodes. This podcast is the bee's knees. John, thank you, he says. You're the bee's knees, sir. You're the bee's knees. Contact me. I would love to send you a little gift from me to you. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for your review because um, I do read them. And I just, I appreciate you so much. So I am going to be traveling when you hear this episode. And I'm so excited to bring um, all of this knowledge back to you. I get to be with some incredible, um, very uh, infamous matchmakers and dating experts who have been in the industry for such a long time. And I'm just incredibly honored to be in this, to be in this space. And yes, uh, are some parts of this job super fabulous where I get to go to incredible places? Yes, absolutely. But to me, the core of what this job is, is being here with you in the thick of it, being vulnerable, talking about things that make us uncomfortable, which I'm going to talk about to you today. And to be completely um, transparent and to really help people gain clarity in a way of helping them understand themselves more to where they can have a greater dating life. And so, and that's what Dear Matchmaker is all about. It's about me answering your questions. It's about addressing uh, things that I feel that need to be brought to your ears. It's about bringing on experts. And so the show would not be possible without you. So I do just appreciate you so, so much. And before I dive into today's topic, let me just remind you, uh, this podcast is a labor of love. It's brought to you by my agency, theheartagency.com, where I offer matchmaking, dating, coaching, singles events, image consulting, and single retreats, single women's retreats, I should say, which is coming up February of 2024. If you are interested, uh, go to the website, theheartagency.com. The information will be there. I will be releasing information about the retreat when I get back. <laughs> so, uh, you know, one thing at a time, one thing at a time. So I'm, I'm ready to talk about today's topic. And I was talking to Brian, you know, I've been on TikTok and man, it's been a wild ride over there. I'm not going to lie. I know I've been talking about it a lot on my, uh, on my episodes, but man, uh, it's its own different, it's its own beast. I've been doing a lot of blocking out there. <laughs> a lot of blocking. People are just Man, the disconnect in this world because of technology, seriously, it's so disheartening sometimes. And I, you know, I feel like part of the reason why I'm getting on TikTok, well, a big part of the reason why I'm getting on TikTok is be vulnerable. 
I'm asking my clients all the time to be vulnerable, to be open. And this is a way that I am being open and I'm being vulnerable. I mean, I do hear, I do it here on my podcast with all of you, but you're my family and TikTok is kind of throwing you out to the masses. And so, um, you know, him and I were, Brian and I were talking about TikTok and, and the, what type of topics I should bring. And he brought up this topic and I've never talked about it. And I thought, since we're family first, I thought I would talk to you about my philosophy on this. And this might not pertain to all listeners, but it might in the future. And I thought that I would talk to you about my thoughts and feelings about this particular topic because it's very near and dear to my heart. Um, And yeah, and I feel like it's something that a lot of daters face now. And there's a lot of different guidance out there and a lot of people have their own rules and their own boundaries. And full disclaimer, if you have your own rules and boundaries about this, you do not have to do what I say, right? This is my expert opinion. This is based off of experience. And this is also based off of the guidance that I give my clients and and the success that they see. You can do you, boo. You can always do you. You do not have to do what I'm telling you to do. But I'm here to help you jump the line, my friend. I don't want you to have to go through everything that I went through. And so the guidance that I give here is to help you jump the line, to skip the line. So let's talk about dating and children, dating and kids, dating and being a single parent. And I really learned this the hard way. And it might be an individual case by case, but I want to give you some general advice when it comes to dating and kids because it's not easy. And everybody is out there protecting their children when they're single from potential daters, suitors, relationships. And one of the reasons why I decided to share this with you is because I had a woman, and I see this so much. Ladies, please listen to this. Please, if you are a single mom, please listen to this. I've had so many women in my office who have completely sacrificed themselves, their dating lives, their... um putting themselves out there, even exploring the idea of being with somebody else because they have children. And so they pour everything into their kids. And I, oh man, I'll wait on that thought. They pour everything into their children, their activities, who they are. And this is going to be, I mean, this is, okay. I have so many thoughts. Bear with me. Bear with me. You pour everything into those children because you're like, I'm not going to bring anybody else into their life. I'm not going to be that kind of mom. I'm not going to have a revolving door. I'm not going to have all these men in my life. I'm going to raise my kids on my own. They have a dad or maybe they don't. In my case, they didn't. Um, I'm not going to bring all these men into their lives. They don't deserve it. They didn't sign up for this. Can you tell that I had this self-talk myself? Um, And so I'm just not going to date at all. And I'm going to wait until my kids are older And then I'm going to finally put myself out there. Okay. Now, I have a good friend of mine who's a therapist. And when I became an empty nester myself, when I became an empty nester, uh, she came to me and her and I, I can't remember, we're having 
we were having lunch or we were having a cocktail. I don't remember what we were doing, but she's like, you're in such a good position. She was talking to me. She's like, Kat, you're in such a good position because you have consistently invested in yourself and you have an identity outside of your children. So many, she said, so many women are on my couch in my office because their children have left and gone off. They have no idea who they are. They have, they have completely lost their identity. And I see this in dating because I'm going to be frank with you. Are you ready? The older you get, the smaller the pool gets. Dating pool. It's facts. I hate to say that, but it is the reality. So if you are busy raising your children, which I commend you on this, I'm not, this is not a, this is not a space of judgment. I need to be really clear about this. This is not a space of judgment. I am not here to judge you because you're going to devote everything to your kids. That is completely up to you. But I've seen it time and time again, where you lose yourself, you don't know who you are. You've completely sacrificed who you are as a person thinking that your only role in life is to be a mom. And now that you've completely raised your children and you're single and you're out there in the dating pool, so you don't know who you are. And now that you're finally out there dating, you are completely blindsided going, what is going on? Why do I not have all of the men to pick from? It's because the older we get, the more people get into relationships, the less single people there are. When you're 25, there's tons of single people and you're around tons of single people. When you're 55, not so much. When you're 45, not so much. So dating with small children, I believe in this, but you have to set boundaries with it. I believe in dating yourself and I believe in putting yourself out there. Now. I remember growing up and remember listening to Dr. Laura. Do you know Dr. Laura? Do you remember Dr. Laura? I'm dating myself. And the majority of you, I've looked at my, I've looked at my uh, analytics. The majority of you are my age anyway. Um, which, by the way, I found out that people Google my age. Isn't that a weird thing? People Google Cat Cantrell age. <laughs> um, I'm 49, by the way. Um, but, sorry, whew, squirrel. Dr. Laura used to say this all the time on her on her show where it's like, you're the one who decided to divorce. You're the one who decided to be single. And it's almost as if it's a punishment to you that you don't have the right to find love again until your children are, are raised and out of the house. And I'm telling you that is by my experience personally, from what I have seen um, with my clients and with people who have, who have been coming into the door that have not dated in 30 years, 25 years, 20 years, and are completely lost and are wondering why it takes so long to find someone, it's because of all of the reasons that I mentioned. Now, the flip side of this, yes, are there people who are toxic um, daters who allow um, lots of uh, lots of people into their children's lives. Yes. But you're not the, you're not one of those people, right? You're not, you're not one of those people. So 
I, and I hear this, I hear this too with, you know, my matchmaking clients where they're like, I only will date somebody who has kids that are this age. And I only date somebody who has kids that are this age, or they need to be out of the house or they need to be. So everyone has their own rules when it comes to kids. And I, this, that's not what I'm talking about. I, what I'm talking about is you getting yourself out there and dating when you have children at home. When I divorced my ex-husband, my children were nine and six. And by the time the divorce was over, they were 11 and eight. It took that long. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Um, and I had started dating and I was, okay, so this is story time. Bear with me. Here we are. We're 13 minutes in and we're already at it. We're finally at the story, but I, there's a reason why for the story and I promise you I'll keep it short. So I started dating. Uh, I did start dating and you've listened to previous episodes. If you didn't hear about the guy that fake dying to break up with me, that was the guy that I dated through my divorce. But anyway, I digress. Dating, when I started dating, I kept it from my kids, kept it from them, hid it from them because I felt that I was doing it in a way to protect them. I felt that they didn't really need to know. I felt that um, it might hurt them if they knew that I was out there dating. And I remember I had been out there dating. Oh gosh, I don't even know. It must've been three or four months and my son was nine. No, he was 10. He was 10 at the time. And he knew that I was dating. He was very in tuned because I would like get a babysitter or I would arrange and which he would finally, he finally, we got to a conversation. I can't remember. Now, mind you, my son is extremely mature and this might not be in your situation. I mean, my son's a software engineer and he's 25 years old and he kind of is like an old man, but At 10 years old, he sat me down. He's like, mom, I don't, I want you to tell me when you're going on dates. And he said it hurt him knowing that I was like doing something behind his back and not openly, like it was part of the family. He knew that I was out there dating and he just wanted me to be honest with him and to tell him the truth. Now, if you have a situation with your ex-husband in which your children are highly, highly sensitive, I think that's a different situation, possibly. But in this case, with my son, I was fully transparent. I had this aha moment with him and I was like, okay, I'm going to let them know when I'm going on a date. And it's it became like a family thing where mom would get dressed up. I would talk to both of my kids. I would be like, here's the scenario. This is what I'm doing. This is where I'm going. This is when I'll be back. And I had more acceptance from my children knowing that I was out there dating than sneaking around behind their backs. And here's, I'm a huge proponent. I'm, I, I'm a huge advocate for this. It allowed my children to see me as a woman, not as mom, but as a woman. It started the journey of their relationship with me of, yes, I'm, of course I'm their mom. I will, you know, I'm, I'm there to protect them, to love them, to guide them, to feed them, to always be there for them. But they started having this awareness with mom that, oh, mom's actually a person and she's a woman and she wants to find somebody to love. 
And having this ongoing conversation with my children and now, did I bring men around my children very often? No, I didn't. But I, I had them as a part of the journey of me dating. Now, here's, here's my rule when it comes to dating and kids. I mean, you can do whatever you want. You can handle that, whatever you want with your children. That is up to you. I'm giving you my opinion and I'm giving you what worked with me and with my kids. And it was wonderful because it was open. We had this communication with boundaries, boundaries, right? I wasn't disclosing the dates, but having them knowing when I was going on dates and coming back and talking, you know, how was it? It was great. Having boundaries with that. But the second thing is, is that I am a firm believer that if you are pursuing a serious relationship with someone, meaning you've been on some dates, you know what's going in that direction, you know that the two of you possibly are um, on the road to being exclusive, I am a huge advocate for introducing your children sooner than later. Some people out there are like, nope, six months, nope, eight months, nope, a year, nope, this. Are you kidding me? First off, your children are going to be left out, right? So like they are a part of you and it is not fair to that person that you're dating to not allow them the opportunity to get to know this part of your life that is a huge part of your life. If you know in that direction that that's where the two of you are going and you know it's going to be exclusive, it is time to introduce the kids. Do not wait. Do not wait any longer, not one moment. Because what's going to happen is if you're not being, if you're not communicating with your kids about what's going on and you're dating somebody, I promise you it will backfire in the future. So when you introduce your children sooner than later, they get to meet your possible, who you're interested in. The other person gets to meet your children. They get to meet this whole other part of you. You get to watch them interact. Why would you be in a serious relationship with somebody without even knowing how they would possibly interact with your kids? It's crazy to me. It's crazy. That's another whole like part of your life. And why would you hide it from your possible person to protect your children? It's not like the person's moving in. It's you're just going to introduce them slowly. So what I always suggest is that if you're, if you're on that trajectory of, yep, we're going to be exclusive. This is, I'm really enjoying this person. Um, I really like everything about them. I really want them to meet my kids. Go somewhere public. Do not invite him over to your house. Uh, you do not bring your kids over to his house or her house. You are to go somewhere public. You are to go roller skating. You are to go on a hike. You are to go to ice cream. You are to go somewhere where it's neutral ground. No threat. And see how your kids react and see how they react. You will get so much clarity so quick. And I learned this the hard way. 
And I made this rule with myself that I was going to introduce my children to somebody that I'm possibly exploring the idea, seeing how they interact. And sometimes my kids would pick up on things that I didn't, where they were like, yeah, this person, they kind of said this or kind of said that. And I'm like, oh gosh, you're right. Mm, Never looked at it that way. Now you have to consider the source and I know this is generalizations and I know it's a case by case basis, but man, I hear so many people that are not willing to introduce their children to their significant others. And I feel like that is a form of sabotage. And I feel like that this was something that I needed to bring to your ears, give you my opinion, my own personal experience. And even me as a child, as a child, um, I had it the opposite. My mom, when she got married the second time, I met the man once and she got married without my sister and I there. Like my mom got married and hired a babysitter for my sister and I. And that's a little extreme, but I know what it feels like to be a child and know what it feels like to be left out of your parents' life that way. So... Just go with your gut, introduce the kids sooner than later, be really mindful, allow your children to be a part of your life with boundaries, with boundaries, and try to find some joy in it all. It's not easy dating with kids. I dated with kids for years. It is not easy at all. But having them as a part of the process does make it easier. Okay. All right. That's all I have for you. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. This was a heavier topic, wasn't it? But I'm so glad. Um, This is me being vulnerable. This is me sharing uh, more of my life with you. Um, So thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you so much. And just remember, if you're not following me on all the places, come and follow me on TikTok, Instagram, and on Facebook at Kat Cantrell. And if you are listening to this on any of the streaming platforms, please make sure and subscribe and to rate and review and to give me a little star on Spotify. It's so easy, y'all. Just hit the little star and that's it. Um, I would appreciate it so much. And anyway, I'm just, there's no other place I'd rather be than here with you. So thank you for being here. And remember, true love is waiting for you. And I will see you next time.